G'day everyone, this is Tractor and welcome to the Job All Mill Sim and now it's the Laugh Podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about you, about a few things about Operation Flashpoint and try and guide you some of the real basics. So there's a couple of terms that we need in the old dictionary before we even start. So that's in-game, out-of-game, the game's operation desks, player character and non-player character or PC and NPC, dead rags, medical aid, classes, characters and respawns. So let's talk about all them. So the first term I want to talk about is in-game. What's that mean? So if you've ever been at a ball field, that's where the firing happens. So everything that happens in game relates to the rules in the game and blah, blah, blah. There's also out of game, which means once you work out of the game zone and you take your mags off and do all that stuff, you're no longer acting. You're not playing. You're out doing some admin tasks. You might be going camping. You might have a doctor's appointment to go to. That's all out of game. So lots of things happen in game. If it was a um, team deathmatch, there's spawn rules and all that sort of stuff that only applies in-game. So hopefully that makes a bit of sense. Next thing I want to talk about is your character. So when you're coming to this style of event, there is much more of you pretending to be something that you're not. You are doing a little bit of role play, a little bit of acting, trying to beef, beef it up a little bit and ham it up a little bit and be a bit... Mm, have a bit of fun yeah we're not expecting you to go full geek and like dress up like an elf and carry on and throw magic spells at people that that's not what i'm aiming for this is an apocalyptic event this is not a post-apocalyptic event this is not mad max we're not eating people we're not like there's aspects to this but our focus is not fantasy per se or science fiction per se it's the apocalypse has happened and now we've got to survive I've said it before, I'll say it again, it's a bit like DayZ, it's a bit like Fallout, and that's all good. So the next thing we need to talk about is that within your character has a class. They're things that define what they are. So we've got classes and they're in the rules. I'm not going to explain them all, but I'm going to explain Ranger and I'm going to explain Pirate. So Pirates are innately bad people. They want to do bad things. They think it's fun to steal and rape and pillage and not quite be vikings it's not about anarchy but uh yeah they're they're the bad guys and on the other side of the fence the rangers are the morally correct people these people do the right thing because it's the right thing not because they get rewards for it but but they have this sense of altruism where they have to do the right thing so each of the classes are different people they come with different perks there's different reasons to be one or another so choose your class as you enter the game because you get a wristband that tells everyone what class you are and that's just to save on dressing up and lots of preparation to say oh i'm on this team or i'm that team or i'm going to behave this way instead of having to dress up like a pirate or a bandit or um, a mob boss you just wear a wristband and the clothes you've got on and we just make believe next thing I want to talk about is PC and NPC. PCs are player characters. That is what you are doing. You are a player that is a character. 
And then we have NPCs, which is non-player characters. So these are people from admin. They are, if you've been to a Milsim before, they're the commanders, they're the village elders, they're those people that you need to interact with that are going to drive the story in a certain way or send you off on a mission or a quest or like you if you've ever played a computer game everyone that's not online with you is a non-player character if you've played fallout you'll have sidekicks and people that you interact with that say oh i wish you'd go and do this or yeah they're the non-player characters so that's the explanation of those next thing is dead rags if you've done milsim you're totally familiar with dead rags a lot of LARPers, they've got different ways of doing, symbolising that you're dead. And I've gone and bought 40 red hankies so that anyone that doesn't have a dead rag that's a civilian or else can have a red hanky in their pocket and just pull that out and go wave it around and people go, all right, that person's dead. You know not to interact with them. It's a very visible, instantaneous thing where somebody wearing red, so guess what? Please don't wear any red clothes because that'll just confuse people. And please don't wear high-vis clothes because... Like our umpires wear that, and we need to have them as out-of-game, make-sure-people-behave type people. So, yeah, the next thing is medical aid. So, again, not a milsim. Your buddy can't come up and give you an IV bag and stuff. You need to find a non-player character that has medical expertise. If you want to have your wounds healed, you need to find a medical aid person. It could be an ex-nurse or a veterinarian doesn't really matter but while you're exploring the world instead of just killing everyone you need to find people that are resources with their experience if you find a cook you go mm, all right a cook would be handy in my group because they can do certain things and the, it's the same within the game um so everyone that's done gel ball gets respawning so we, we're doing respawning really awkward way but it's all to do with COVID and to respawn you're going to have to go back to one central point which is like a little village that's part of the game and the bonus of doing that is it allows you to change classes so if you start as a uh, pirate and then you go you know what pirate I played that that wasn't fun for me I want to try and be ultra ultra good or I want to try and be just a civilian or I want to be a whatever every time you die and respawn you can go back to God and say hey I want to be reborn so yeah that's cool and last thing that I want to talk about is FYG for those that you that don't know them they're a team frontline yellow defense and they're our in-game mentors so if you see these guys out in the field, they're going to have advanced equipment and advanced standing in the game, but that's there so that you can walk up to them and ask them how to do things. It's an obvious, oh, that guy's well kitted. How do I get a vest like that? Mm, where would I find this? Um, and they also serve a bit of an umpiring and story driver role. So we've got these things that we call loot crates. So out in the game, uh, those that have played Stalker, it's a bit like that. Things will randomly spawn in these crates and FYD is responsible for that. So you go out into the to the game zone and you walk around and you find one of these crates and you open it up. There might be something in it, there might not. And you take that thing, that piece of paper back to the trading post and the bit of paper gets you your physical item. Again, this is all about COVID. I can't just leave random blasters out there. I'd have to 
But what happens if somebody touches them? Do I need to put someone there? Do I need to clean it every time? So rather than looting a person's physical stuff, just go back to respawn, grab the thing. If you're worried about, all right, I really need this gun or need this thing to level up, pull your dead bag, go back to town and then go into trade. Uh, we're trying this all out, so let's be a bit liberal with it. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is LARP. A lot of people don't understand what LARP is. It's just live action role play. It's not like Milsim. Our version doesn't include magic or medieval times, but we're gonna use swords and bats and axes um, to allow people to have a melee or a physical fight within the game. Obviously, we can't have you punching each other or doing martial arts, that sort of stuff, or sword, um, sorry, shield charging. So there's a lot of rules to that. And you need to do a little training session. We're just gonna do a big round robin at the start, player introduction to a couple of rules so people can understand how to fight. If you've been to a LARP before and you've done melee weapon fighting, it's gonna be very similar rules on how you cut limbs off and instant deaths, all that sort of stuff. And I'll post a video up about that too. So this story begins with you with literally only the shirt on your back. If you played Stalker or Fallout or computer games, you used to the idea of starting at level zero. That's what we mean by you can't bring your own stuff. What I want you to do is carpool as a team, throw all your blasters and, and bits and pieces and your camping gear, all that in the back of the car. And hopefully within the first hour, you've got some of that stuff. You, I'm going to let you get your camping gear as quick as possible, but I need the story to like people to interact and go out and find a few little quests before that happens. So the mechanic for that is you go out, do a thing, and somebody will give you a loot card which says go and get your camping gear or go and get whatever it is. Or you'll go to a loot crate and find a thing that says my sleeping bag, my whatever. Um, and we're making this stuff up, so that could be anything. Again, that mechanic's there, so we don't have to have physical gear that we have to sterilise, and we can do social distancing with all that stuff. And rather than taking your gear off you and giving it back to you and somebody stealing your sword and blah, 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 um, blasters can cost $1,000. So I don't want somebody taking that off you. You hand them over a loot card and they walk away and get it. And you need to walk and reward the player, honesty rules, call your hits, all that stuff applies here. You need to walk back to respawn and hand your blaster back into your car and start again. So if you've ever been to a music festival, you don't take the kitchen sink. You don't take cooking gear. Guess we're gonna open the canteen a couple of times a day so you can break out a game, go to the canteen, buy some stuff. There's other people here that aren't in the game. We've got a soccer game going on on the Saturday morning. So you'll be able to go up to the canteen and buy stuff. We've also included breakfast just to make that simpler. Everyone can have a bacon and egg roll free on the house. Um, and we'll work out a mechanic to make sure that's done. That'll happen before the day players came in. So we'll tidy up any rules, have a quick chat. When we hand out the brekkie rolls, you'll go back to your game, we'll blow a whistle or something and we'll be back on. We bring is things like swags and pop-up tents and that sort of stuff that you can carry around a bit because you're not gonna camp right on top of admin. You, you're gonna choose to go out there and adventure a bit. Some people will wanna camp together, some people wanna camp alone, some people will wanna hide in the bushes. So 
if you want to bring military style hoochies and stuff like that that's cool and if you want to bring a tent that's cool as well but if you camp in game then you need to be able to be interacted with by other players if you don't want that complication if you want to just get out of the game to sleep we've got a little grassed area where you can go and set that up and break out but you can't be popping in and out of the game that's not fair on everyone so the people that pop out of game will, will set up a set period where you pop out and you can't pop back in and let's face it some of the funnest things are going to happen at two in the morning so it, it's a choice you make do i want comfort or do I, do I want the experience and you're going to have to trade that off and choose which one you want on the friday we're going to be here setting up some of our admin guys have even taken the thursday off to start setting up please don't come on thursday we're trying to do all the admin security type stuff then um, but if you want to come you can come as early as lunchtime on friday you won't be able to go into the game zone and play but you won't be in character. So you'll be able to go in there, help us set a few things up, drop off the physical loot crates, um, move things around admin-wise, make sure barriers and fences are right, all that sort of set the game zone stuff up. We'd love help with that. But otherwise, until about four o'clock, we won't be doing anything too official. We'll try and set up God, which is the game's operations desk. So you can go up and do registration and get your wristbands and and get the initial loot that you would start with, have all that sorted out, and you can walk into the game's home at time on. Four o'clock until six o'clock on Friday, we're gonna do a little round robin on field one, where we'll do some quick combat classes. If you've never done LARP before, you'll need to understand how to physically use a LARP weapon, what counts as a kill, what's a band maneuver, um, things about feet and hands that won't make sense straight away. It's, it's five minutes, it's not, a big suck eggs blah, blah blah it's just this is the rules we've got you have a crack and move along what we'll also teach there is last minute decisions that we've had to make or uh, like there might be some new covid rule that comes out so we'll cover that off all there if you want to band together at that stage find everyone else with the same wristband you've got talk to each other about the tactics and strategy that you're going to apply as your player go and make new friends you don't have to be in the game to start talking to people um, obviously social distancing is a thing so like don't walk up and shake people's hands just be smart about it and, and have some conversations at the end of the day LARP is about a bunch of interesting conversations as far as I'm concerned six o'clock we'll have the marketplace ready we've got a whole heap of non-player characters so they'll be dressed up and they'll have the marketplace ready to go so the thing that's attracted you to wake all is the noise and light from this marketplace because an emp has gone off so there's no light there's no and you're seeing smells and lights and whatnot that's why you come to wake all and you enter through the marketplace and we're doing that so everyone sees the mechanic everyone knows what's in the marketplace they don't have to go exploring for it it's the respawn point so whenever you die you're going to come back here and that's where it's all going to happen there's a trader there's a doctor there's a brothel there's all sorts of things in the marketplace that you can take advantage of at this point of the game is where people get the most confused they're the most unsure about what to do so the first thing i need you to do is find yourself a friend if you didn't come with people start talking to people start interacting and the three things that we've got out in the game zone to make that happen is we've got three fireplaces so if at any time you're feeling a bit bored, you're not interested in the game, walk to a fireplace, things will happen near them because guess what? People are attracted to fire. 
it protects them from animals and you can cook food and blah 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 so if in doubt seek a fireplace out other events have got um, crafting of weapons or improving equipment or science stuff where you can be a technician or an engineer or a magician or a mage you can write spells you can do those sort of things this is our first event so we're not doing any of that yet we want to get some of the basics right before we walk down that path and do some other hands i want to do a stalker inspired game in the future and to get that right i need to get some of the mechanics of long range melee and blah 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 that don't involve blasters um, things like bows and arrows and just other ways to interact with the world so we're not going to do any of that at this event the only way you can get a better blaster like you might start with a nylon blaster you've got a middle one in the car if you want to upgrade it you need to go through the trading system so go to the trading post say what do i need to do to get a metal blaster in this world and he'll say go and get me these things they'll be on loot cards somewhere out there you need to trade with people you need to go to the loot crates you need to interact with the world it's like a computer game if you just walk around and don't look you'll miss everything you need to interrogate the world so i want to talk about the mechanic of exactly when you die you might have seen that on the video that i put up so the deal is that when you die somebody walks up to you and says looting and when they do that you use your hand wipe and you sterilize your cards and you hand over your loot cards you wipe them down with a little alcohol wipe or whatever it is you need to do to hand them over in a sterile way that's how people loot you they get the cards when you don't have a card you need to go back to respawn and hand that thing in um, and you can only loot dead people if you want to take people prisoner and all that sort of stuff I, I don't have time to write the rules for that we'll do it next time so please don't take people prisoner let's wait for the next one the other thing that we avoid there is again that thousand dollar blaster thing i don't want somebody going well that i want that now I don't want that mechanic at all. So you get the loot card. If you've got one, if you don't have the thing that they've got on them that you've looted, you can trade. Yeah, you might swap a metal blaster card for somebody else that's got the resources that you need. You might swap it for money. You might swap it for food in game. Whatever it is you need to swap it for. The guys that have played D&D, we're not putting a band of adventurers together. I don't suggest at this first event that you try and get multiple people in your group i don't want to have a paladin and a chaotic evil orc together if you if you flip them what i'm frying here try and band together within the same class and act as that class would because i want to teach the community how that works because this is not a fantasy larp this is not a medieval larp so it's got different rules to it now there's going to be some twists at flashpoint there's going to be things that you don't expect if you get uncomfortable with any of this if the language if people's behavior all you have to do to remove yourself from the situation is pull your dead rag think of it as like you, uh, effectively you're killing suicide so if somebody pulls their dead rag out you can't interact with them anymore and they can walk away think of it as a safety thing it's a bit of a whistle they can blow and go yeah i'm really uncomfortable with that um and if they've got problems with the way you behave, they can go to the FYD guys and say, hey, not really happy with that. And we can sort all that out. Thank with you have answered all the questions that people have had over the last uh, few days, maybe week or so. 
Um, we've dropped the rules on the Facebook site, so get over there. We've tried to keep it very simple. It's two pages. We've done that on purpose. I know it's not going to solve every situation, but that's why we've got so many NPCs. Uh, also, we don't need a heap of NPCs. We've lined up about 15 so far, so we're hoping one per 10 people is going to be more than enough. Um, the current COVID restrictions allow us to go to lots of people. I've got 100 tickets for sale, and that includes the day players. So if you're going to get on it, get on it now, secure your spot, and it allows us to resource the event for the amount of people. If everyone buys at the last minute, I won't be able to go out and buy everything on the last day. So please, if you're going to get people together, um, get a team organised, or at least send me an email, travis at woundedheroes.org.au, and let me know what you're planning to do. Anyway, this has been the Joel Ball Podcast. I've been Tractor, and I'm going to let you out with my old mate, Kevin McLeod's Cantina Blues. <laughs>